Greetings and salutations, DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operations directors, and all other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Scott, and it's time for another DM quick tip. Well, today we're talking about improv. So what is improv? Improv is short for improvisation, and it is a key skill that every dungeon master should have. And we're not all born with the skill. Some of us need to develop it through practice, but with practice, you will become much better at it. Improv is normally used in comedic theater because it is unscripted and unexpected, so humor most often comes from this. You can certainly use improv in a serious campaign, though. What makes improv perfect for a game like Dungeons & Dragons is that it really is a team sport. Cooperation amongst all the participants, all the participants, every player at your table is necessary for it to come off well. It is a sharing of ideas that are woven together to make the fabric of a story. And when done within the framework of the Dungeon Master's outline, adventure, or campaign, it can become a really beautiful and wildly entertaining thing. So what are the keys to improv at the table? DMs, say yes. Yeah, say yes. Say yes to everything and then just go with it. See where it leads. Perhaps their plan is outlandish. Oftentimes at my table, their plan is outlandish. And you're pretty sure it's going to fail on some level, but let your player characters work it out. Just let it happen and let it go. And then prepare yourself to jump in with the players at your table and weave the story around whatever is being attempted. As a dungeon master, you can very easily fall into the trap of being the director of the campaign, much like the director of a movie. This is almost as deadly to a campaign as seeing yourself as the author of a novel that the characters are playing through. You are neither. You are one of the participants in a collaborative story. You've just made the outline. Always be on the lookout for your inner author and or director to be creeping out and shove them back down. What makes saying yes to just about everything a good idea? Well, what is more fun than sitting around a table and collaboratively telling a story, laughing at the outcome of a situation that went south, rejoicing at a hard-fought battle, being won, or arguing over rules and ideas? You know the answer to that one. The focus should be on cooperation. For improv to really work, the focus has to be on cooperation. We've already established that improvisation is a team sport. That means cooperation and collaboration. That goes for you, too, as the Dungeon Master. Cooperate and collaborate with your players at your table, and you will find that you have a wonderful time doing so. Be prepared, and I cannot stress this enough, but be prepared. This may seem a little odd to you because improvisation is off the cuff, but being prepared for your session is key to being effective at improv. A few things that I like to bring with me to every session are a list of people's names according to their race or culture, a list of establishment names, a list of town or city names, and several columns worth of dice rolls. I always get stuck on names. And I always seem to be using the same names over and over and over again, and that takes a lot of unnecessary brain power. Once I started bringing those lists of names, I was a lot more effective at improv with NPCs, establishments, city names, towns, etc. So why do I bring a list of dice rolls? 
Well, because it just speeds things up and it allows me to be more creative at the table. It affords me the opportunity to flex my improv muscles without having to worry about shaking up a handful of dice and rolling them. I do that all before the adventure so that I have it all stored and saved so that I have less things to worry about. It makes managing the table, the story, the player characters, and the different personalities of the players a lot more manageable. I always keep this in mind, and I hope that you will too. There are rulings, not rules. The game is about forward momentum, keeping things moving at a reasonable pace so as not to lose the interest of your players. What you are doing at the table is making rulings. These improv judgments on the fly based on your experience with the game, your experience running the game, and your inside knowledge of the overall campaign are very different than rules. I don't always get the rules right, and I don't care, because my rulings are most often right. This is another one of the keys to improv. It's keeping the focus on the rulings and not tying up your time with looking up or arguing about the rules. I always remember, too, that there's no such thing as mistakes. Let what happens happen and roll with it. Enjoy it. Revel in the fun and the tension, in the mystery and in the adventure, and let the story unfold before you and your players. When you allow these things to happen, you're going to see wonderful things, such as your players talking about what happened at your table months or even years down the road. Now, nothing is more flattering to me as a DM than watching my players reminisce about the awesome things that happened at my table. I feel a tremendous sense of satisfaction about that, not because I'm a phenomenal DM or because I take all the credit myself, but because the players at my table enjoy themselves weaving together their story within the one that I have prepared. Doing that makes it their story as well, and they begin to own it. Now, there are many ways in which you can develop your improv skills, and these are just some. We'll see you next time in the dojo. Thank you.